Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about the four biggest mistakes that I see when we're trying to make any health-related change. Real quick, if you haven't grabbed my newest freebie, five simple things you can do today to keep yourself healthy for tomorrow, please go and grab it. It's really good. It is in the show notes. That's where you can find it. If you look at the show notes for this podcast episode, it will be there. Okay, now let's talk about the episode, which is four biggest mistakes we make when we're trying to make a health change. How many of us wake up and we decide that today is going to be the day you have made a declaration that this is it, you're tired of whatever it is, insert whatever problem that you have, and you're tired of this and you want to make a change and you have been desiring to make the change and you feel like you want to do better and so you really want to make the change. You've made that declaration and you may start this new behavior and you do it for a few days, right? And so then when you don't get the outcome that you want in just a few days period, or maybe in a couple weeks, you start to get this like overwhelming sense of like despair that like, oh shit, maybe I'm, maybe this isn't going to be the time that I do it. Maybe I want to be doing this again. Or maybe you think like, maybe I wasn't ready to take on this big change. And all of a sudden, you know, it starts, you start to feel hopeless and little by little, you stop doing the very behavior that you were so motivated by at the beginning. And you maybe even end up abandoning the goal altogether. So does that sound familiar to you? I think all of us can relate to that, right? So one of number one, when we talk about the one of the most common health mistakes is giving up too easily. This idea that you want something so badly But if you don't see the immediate consequences of your sacrifice or the behavior that you're working so hard to do, then you throw in the towel and give up. Does that sound like you? Or maybe you're not seeing the results fast enough. You're working really hard and we live in this world of instant gratification. So if you don't see the results really quickly, then you think, ugh, I'm failing and then you give up altogether. An example that I can think of when it comes to giving up easily is something that I know all women have felt at some point in your life. Now, when I talk about health, wellness, and self-care, I have a really big scope of things that I like to talk about. But for most women, that comes down to one word, and it tends to be weight. And so If I'm thinking of an example, I would think of a woman, any of you in your past, think of this, that you have been working really hard. You feel like you've been eating the way to support your goal. You've been exercising and you are so hopeful because that scale is just going to tell you everything about what you weigh, all that hard work you've been doing, your worthiness, everything. And then you get on the scale and it says nothing, or maybe you've even gained weight. And that feeling of being so disappointed because that work, all that hard work, all that sacrifice that you've been doing hasn't paid off in the scale. 
Remember that feeling, how awful that feels? So all of a sudden, you're so hopeful you're doing everything. And then with that one step on the scale, or really your two steps on the scale, all that disappointment and the hope that you had comes crashing down. And so that's what I mean about giving up too easily, right? That maybe you end up feeling like, you know, somehow you weren't motivated enough or that you've been trying so hard in it and it just didn't work. And so what I want you to start thinking about when we talk about giving up too easily is really start to think about some of the mindset that was happening during that time when you feel that way, or maybe it's even happening to you now. Because a lot of the times when we talk about the idea of self-transformation, you know, I, I see this and I feel like almost every podcast that there's these like before and after transformation pictures. But what I think would be more valuable for everybody out there would be to have a before and after mindset, like a before mindset, all the things that you're telling yourself. And then once you get to the goal that you've been trying to achieve or a place that you're really comfortable with the goal that you want, having another like picture that shows where you're at with your mindset. Cause I guarantee that's, that's where you're going to see a really big difference. And so a lot of times with goals, I think the bigger the goal is, and they tend to be really big goals when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care, the more time it will take. So maybe that's something too, is that maybe we're not being realistic about the amount of time it's going to take to achieve the goal that we desire. So when we talk about these mindset, this mindset that you may have been feeling when you haven't achieved this goal, maybe you are being really critical of yourself, or maybe you are telling yourself that you can't do it or that you're unworthy or that you don't desire to have that result. And so because you feel that way, or maybe you're afraid of failing that you you know, that you have failed before and you're just so petrified that you're going to fail again, that you don't even put that effort out there to try or not as much effort as maybe you would have in the past. So it's really the way to combat this is that you really start to think about the mindset part of it, right? That you are having some kind of a little bit more awareness or you're in this place that you're starting to create a little bit more awareness of yourself and being a little less critical of yourself and challenging some of those pesky voices that are telling you that you can't do it, that you're not worthy and that you don't deserve it. And I think this is the hardest part of all of these health, wellness, and self-care changes. I think that a lot of times we focus on this outer stuff, but it's really the inner work and trying to really like figure out what we're doing and things that we think about ourselves. And that's where that, that change happens. I know in my own life, you know, working with a therapist is somebody who that has been really helpful for me because there's a lot of challenging some of the beliefs that I don't even know I have. And so it's, it can be really mind blowing when you start to see the way that you're talking to yourself. And when you say it out loud, what that sounds like. And so I I suspect that maybe you're having some of those critical thoughts too. So what I would say to you is that remember that 
if you don't believe you can do it, then you're probably not going to do it because you're probably going to somehow sabotage yourself in doing it. And so maybe starting with really small changes that you can build on. So that's another thing I feel like, and this isn't one of the four, but in this way of stopping too easily, it's this idea that like, instead of having this really big goal, that's going to take a really long time to achieve, starting with a smaller goal and then working on that. And then the more you work on that, so say, say you want to go and you want to walk, right? That's a goal of yours, or you want to walk so many miles a day or 10,000 steps a day. Well, most times, you know, you're not going to just start out walking 10,000 steps, right? You're going to do a smaller challenge first. So maybe depending on your fitness level, it's starting, maybe you can only walk a thousand miles, or maybe you're only walking 5,000 miles. But what happens is, is that you start with that small goal and then you keep working on it. And then over time, you start to build on that goal. And then the more you achieve, the more you surprise yourself, the more confidence that you will have and the likelier it is that you're going to do it. Because, you know, I think that we all have this, we're just going to achieve it and it's going to be fast, but it might not be. If it's a really big goal, it's going to take some time. So the time is really necessary because that time is going to give you the confidence, and it's also going to give you the space to be able to work on those habits that you're trying to create. And really knowing that you will fail as part of this process, you might have failed in the past, or, you know, and and maybe that's why you don't want to do it. But failing is what's going to help you, it's going to give you a lot of data. Um, And it can tell you where you need to concentrate. So if you're really having like self-critical thoughts or negative thoughts that are overtaking you, then maybe that's a sign that you need to work with, with a professional to help you, to really help you get started and to challenge the things that are holding you back. So that's the first one is this idea of that maybe you're giving up too easily and what are some things you can do about it? The second is your lack of consistency we only do the things that you are trying to achieve a few times a week. And so it ends up being really hard for you to see the results fast or that you're seeing the results at all. Um, this can be like, I'm thinking of an example, like I used to teach these weight loss classes, which I don't really believe in anymore. But back in the day when I would teach them, they were these like really low calorie diets, right? And so I had this woman and she would be perfect during the week. And then on the weekend, she would be just binging. And so she was so inconsistent. What I now know is that she was probably hungry and she probably wasn't giving in to like, you know, her hunger cues, which is why that was happening. I didn't know that then, but it can be with anything. It can be like with exercise. Maybe you're trying to do a new exercise program, but you do it one day a week. Well, to get the result, it's going to be, it's going to take longer because you're going to have to do it for a longer period of time if you're just doing it one day a week, right? So it will, it'll take some time to get what you want. And a lot of times as humans, we don't want to wait that time. We don't want to, we don't want the results to take a long time. We want it to be fast, right? So that lack of consistency will make it really hard for you to achieve the goal quickly or maybe to achieve the goal at all. And so we know that having consistency allows you to 
it allows you to measure your goal. It allows you to see like how far you've come. The more consistent you are, the more you're going to know like, oh gosh, yesterday I only walked this many steps and today I can do a little bit more. It allows you to to just keep moving forward as opposed to starting all over again at the beginning. Because we all know how that goes, right? When you're starting over again, it's not just the process of starting over again. It's the whole goddamn mindset that comes with starting over again, because it comes in so many layers. It comes in, I can't believe I failed. And then that's a process. And then going back to the beginning of like, I can't believe I have to start it again. And then the actual process of starting it again. So having some consistency will help with that. It'll just kind of help you drive and keep that momentum going. Um, because again, you're, it's, it, motivation doesn't really exist. It exists at the beginning, but the way that we keep moving forward is that it's being consistent no matter what, because you're not going to feel like doing it. It's just a myth that you're going to feel like you want to get off the couch and walk five miles or two miles. You're not going to want to do it. And so part of that is knowing that that is completely normal, but it's just getting in this mindset that that's just what you do. And that's the goal that you made to yourself. And that's your commitment. And sometimes I think what helps with this and being consistent is really knowing the why of why you want to achieve this goal. This is really important because this is what's going to help keep you on top of yourself when it gets really difficult because it will. And so when you are, when you kind of dig into like why you want this and really start thinking about it. It'll give you more clarity about the things you want to achieve. And I think it holds on to like, okay, this is what I want. This is why I want it. And so when you're really having a hard time getting out of bed in the morning, you're going to be like, okay, this is what I want. And it'll, it's just like a reminder, essentially. And it gives you some something bigger than you. It kind of gives you the bigger picture of what you're trying to achieve. The why is always really helpful for that. Um, because I think if you're just like, oh, I'm just going to try to get 10,000 steps. Well, knowing why you're trying to do that is going to probably be something that can keep you doing it than not having any idea why you're doing it. The third mistake that a lot of people make is that you're not having a plan for how you're going to how you're going to get there and how you're going to handle any obstacles that will come up along the way. So Benjamin Franklin has this quote, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So a lot of times we decide, hey, I'm just going to do this. And we don't think about it. We don't think it through. We think we're going to wing it. We don't write it down. We don't do anything. We just are like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But then we don't do it because we don't have a game plan. And not having a plan, a plan is basically a roadmap to get you there. So if you don't have a roadmap, then how are you going to get to where you want to go? And by the way, there are going to be obstacles. So if you don't have a roadmap, then you don't know where the alternate routes are to, you know, that will come into play when you hit these speed bumps or obstacles along the way. So what I would say here is like keeping it simple and keeping making a plan that is really simple and sustainable for you. You know, you don't have to do this behavior every single day. The goal is to be as consistent as you can be. And 
to anticipate anything that could come along the way. So I think a lot of times, you know, I do this all the time where I think like, because I'm motivated at the beginning, that somehow that motivation is going to be present three months from now. And guess what happens? It's not. And so then I get like frustrated with myself, but part of it is, is that I'm not even taking into consideration that I'm not going to feel motivated in three months. Like that concept just doesn't even come to me. And so you really just kind of have to figure out like, you know, once you know why you're doing something, make a plan for yourself and, you know, start with something really small. And maybe again, if we're talking about that 10,000 step goal, maybe you keep it so simple that you're just starting with like moving around your house or you start with like 1,000 steps and then every couple weeks you add on to it and you add on when you feel like you're ready to add on. And I think, you know, if I don't know if you guys have read um, that book by James Clear about Atomic Habits. So one of the things that has been proven to work is that if you add on a new behavior onto something that you're already doing. So it talks a lot in that book about forming new habits. And one of the ways that is the most successful is to add something on to what you already do, because that way it's just an extension of something that and a pattern that is already established. So maybe that's a way that you can do that. When you're starting to think about the roadmap that you want to do, start thinking about some things that you're already that you're already doing and ways that you can add on to that. And then start to think about once you start doing it, how you can add on over time to get to the goal that you desire. Another thing, and I think this is what's really helpful about having failures, is that when you're when you're thinking about what it is that you're trying and that you want to achieve, really going back and thinking about like, why when I tried this before, did it not work? And failing is a way that can really show you some of the obstacles that you faced before and why you couldn't move forward, like what got in the way? What were some of the challenges that you had a hard time dealing through? What are some of the roadblocks that came up along the way? Because these are the things that are going to help you this time around. Once you know that motivation isn't going to be maintained, trying to figure out like, okay, what what's going to happen and how am I going to deal with it when that happens? A way to, you know, make, a way that I that I'm thinking of too is like if you are somebody who you really want to exercise, but say you um, once you get home that couch is like calling you, or you have to make dinner for your kids. Trying to figure out a way that you can, you know, that you can prevent that from happening. So if you know that that's something about yourself, instead of beating yourself up and being like, oh, I'm so lazy, I'm so unmotivated, maybe you help yourself out and build a new behavior in the sense that you maybe, you know, put on your sneakers before you leave work and maybe leave work five minutes early and then walk around, you know, wherever you pick up your kids or take a walk like around a track for, you know, a couple laps before you pick up your kids, right? Just a way that you can like do something 
that's adding some value to your life that can show you that you can do it and that doesn't make you feel like that you can't do it, right? And so that's kind of the things that I'm thinking about is just kind of have like a game plan and then have a game plan for what to do when things get hard. Another example I'm thinking is like, if you're somebody who who is outside all the time, but then if you live somewhere where it is, you know, has cold weather, well, you're going to have to think of ways that you can do something inside and something outside, right? So like the outside is your preference. You want to be in nature, but then having an alternative to, to days when you can't go outside and you can't do that activity. So it's kind of something like that. Like you have your you have what you want to do and having an alternative to help you out on the days that that's just not possible because there are going to be days because life gets in the way and it's not perfect. And so maybe there's a way that you, instead of giving up completely, you're able to just modify it that particular day so that you can achieve the goal that you are really trying to work on. And then the last mistake that I see is a lack of, of support or accountability. And so I think this is a really big one. I know for myself, I always try to go at things alone. I don't want to tell anybody. I just want to do my own thing. But I can tell you from experience, it doesn't work. And maybe you're somebody like that too, right? So thinking about yourself and your personality, trying to figure out how it is that you're going to try to create some kind of support or accountability in what you're trying to achieve. Are you somebody that feels like you can go at it alone or are you someone that needs a partner? Um, If you choose to go at it alone, how are you going to create some kind of accountability around that action? You know, I talk about in here, like kind of writing down some of the things you do. And I think that that's a way that you can hold yourself accountable. Also putting what you want to achieve on your calendar that's a way that you can keep yourself accountable. If you're somebody who does better with a partner, then I would say, you know, having somebody that's going through it with you that can support you, not enable any behaviors not to do it, but like that can support you through it and then having them do it with you. Um, you know, I, I it's, you know, when you're doing something with your spouse or a close friend or relative, you're going to be more committed to probably doing it. So trying to seek out if there's anybody in your life that you can make this health change with. Another thing I think is like trying to figure out if you trying to figure out like are you somebody who like you need to not exercise in your house that you need to go to a gym? And then if you have a really hard time going to the gym, how do you schedule that? Right. How do you schedule that without not going? I have a friend who just started working out. She has never done this in her life and she hates the gym. She's scared of it. She wants me to do a podcast episode about that, which I can, if there's interest, and she started going to the gym and she hates, she doesn't like it, but she does it because she's trying to do something different. So what she does is she pays a trainer because she knows that she'll be too scared and that there will be too many things in the day that can get in the way. But a lot of times we know the research shows that if you're paying someone for a service, you're going to be more likely to show up. So that's what she does. She pays a trainer and the trainer really helps her. It helps her when she doesn't feel like doing it. It helps her learn things that she 
never thought that she'd be able to do. And it gives her a lot of confidence to be in that gym space. So it acts in multiple ways for her. But I'll tell you one thing, she feels really good and she feels really proud of herself, you know, when she leaves there because she's she's being accountable and she's following through. So she's being accountable to herself, what her goals are. And then she's also being accountable to somebody else that's, that's expecting her to be there. And so over time, that's been giving her more and more confidence in what she's doing and it's getting her closer to the goals that she's trying to achieve. And it doesn't even have to be like a trainer. Like maybe you decide that you're going to go for a walk every day and you're going to meet your friend, or maybe you work with a coworker and you guys both make healthy foods because maybe your goal is to not eat out. So you decide that, okay, on Wednesdays, we're going to bag our lunch, but you have that support. So it can be however you want. I just urge you that if you're someone who doesn't always like to get that support like me, instead of failing, which is what I end up doing, unless I really am focused on, you know, keeping myself accountable that you schedule that and you somehow try to figure out a way that you can follow through with that or at the very minimum write down what it is you're going to do because you need to hold yourself accountable or tell or check in with someone every day you know just to say this is what I've done any way that works for you in terms of being accountable so there you have it the four things we talked about are the four mistakes that I see that many people do when it comes to um, giving up or, you know, or not being able to achieve the health habits that they desire. One is giving up too easily. Two is lack of consistency. Three is not having a clear plan. Or if you have some loosely based plan, you don't really have an idea of how to modify and deal with any obstacles that come up along the way. And then lastly, This idea of not having enough support or accountability, whether it's um, personal accountability, self-accountability or accountability to a partner or somebody else, just kind of taking that into consideration. So in conclusion, the reality is, is that, you know, when it comes to any health related change, it is going to feel and be a lot simpler at the beginning when you are really feeling the strong desire to make this change when you feel like you have a lot of motivation to do it. But over time, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to feel like you always want to do that behavior. And it's going to be hard to be consistent at all times. And, you know, you have to kind of make the choice of what it is that you want and what it is that you're willing to sacrifice in order to get what you want, right? And so every decision that you make is a choice and and just kind of knowing that like it's going to be hard along the way. It's not going to be easy. You're going to feel uncomfortable. It's not going to be always fun. But really the biggest thing I would say to all of you is just to just start. You're never going to know what you can achieve. You're never going to know how much You're never going to have to keep starting over if you can just start and just start with one small change and then, you know, try to be really consistent with that and really explore why you're doing it and then build.